We go through our lives not exactly being the people we want to be. Instead, we become a figment of what others want us to be. And that's got to stop. Welcome to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with your host, Marja. Realize the gifts and capacities that are within you and start living the life that you deserve to live. Now, here's Marja. Welcome. It's so great having you all here today. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. I'm your host, Marja. Make sure to go to my website, marjarr.com. You may also email me at radio at marjarr.com. And you can contact me on Facebook or follow Resonance Repatterning with Marja on Facebook. Who would you be without your story? If you weren't attached to the story of your life, who would you be? I really invite you to think about that. I recently watched a TV show that had one of the most intriguing premises of any TV show I ever started watching. And it was a sci- it is a sci-fi, it still is on the air. And it's based on, it's called Dark Matter, and it's based on seven people wake up with no memory of who they are. They don't even remember their names. And so they refer to each other as one, two, three, in the order that they woke up. Without any memories, they start making choices and trying to figure out where they are in their lives. As their memories start coming back, they realize that they were making choices based on them not really remembering their past and that they were making better choices and moving forward in their lives in much different ways. However, also when they started realizing this, they backslid, or at least some of them did, because it's like, oh, that's who I'm supposed to be. And it changed the way they were interacting. That really got me thinking that who would I be if I didn't have a past? If I woke up one morning and remembered nothing from my past, what would I be choosing differently? How would I be navigating through my life? And to me, it just brought up so many possibilities. And the realizations is how much we limit ourselves based on our past. We, one of the things we do when we discuss and are bound by our past is we place limitations on ourselves. We buy into other people's stories of who we are and we never ever change them. Again, referring to dark matter, they, they were buying into the fact that they were labeled criminals in their previous life, lives. And they changed their whole point of view when they stepped out of those labels. Once those labels came back and they started buying back into them, their choices weren't quite on the path they'd been taking without the memories. Uh, One of the things that I would like to, to mention is that where we buy into other people's stories or we believe what they tell us about ourselves is where we limit ourselves the most. When I was younger, I come from a very musical family and very talented singers. And my mother made sure to tell me that I wasn't one of those talented singers and that I couldn't even sing. So I bought into that story just thought I wasn't as talented as everybody else in my family, and I moved on with my life. Well, a couple of years ago, I was working with a friend of mine who is an amazing jazz singer. She travels all over the world, and she's very renowned in her field. And she had me, she wanted me to do this musical exercise with her, and she had me do 
sing with her and I was really hesitant when she said she was going to have me sing with her and follow her notes and I looked at her extremely doubtfully and said I can't sing and when I said that I couldn't sing she said that's okay this isn't an exercise in singing this is an exercise where I just want you to I can't even remember what it was it was just to follow her So I did, and when we got done doing that, she looked at me in amazement, and she said, do you know you followed me note by note, and you were on pitch? She says, there's not very many people that can do that. Who lied to you and told you you couldn't sing? I was totally startled that somebody of her caliber would actually tell me I could sing. And it helped me step in to a new reality as far as where else have I been lied to. I know another area of my life that I'd been lied to, and you may examine your lives for areas you may have been lied to, is when I was growing up, I was constantly put on a diet because my mother said that I was too fat. I told this story for years that I was always fat growing up, even though I ended up losing the weight later. And somebody was going, a friend of mine was going through some pictures of when I was younger and was really looking at the pictures really in amazement and said to me, didn't you tell me that you were fat growing up? And I said, yes. Then they passed over the picture and said, is this little girl fat? And when I looked at it, really looked at it, I discovered that the little girl that was me was not fat. However, I had bought into that story. I incorporated it into everything and I had let it limit me in everything that I do or did at the time. So... These are some of the ways that we step into stories of what others have for us. It's back with the criminals or supposed criminals in dark matter. It's buying into that label and then acting out on that. Where can you make changes in your life or re-examine what you always thought was true? Because the other piece of that is we end up in judgment of ourselves we don't we, we just decide things ahead of time based on the story instead of really challenging what we can do I have a friend of mine who has always bought into the story that because he didn't go to college he has to work with his back and that that's a harder way to make a living I've never really understood that point of view from him as I have another friend of mine who is amazing at computers and he's in demand uh, for quality control all over the country and has amazing job offers when he's not even looking and he never ever went to college. Obviously, he didn't buy into the story that he needed a degree to do what he does. So oftentimes we think that the story of our life and what we tell ourselves is based on reality. For example, that I didn't go to college, so therefore I've limited my choices. It's that those are places that you really need to examine. Is that really true or can I make a different choice now? What can I do today that will help me create something different is a good question to ask as you're thinking about those things that limit you, what you can't do. Start asking questions about what can I do? What can I do differently than I did yesterday is a good question that you can ask yourself to help you step out of the story of where you're limiting yourself. 
the first place to really start is to look at where you have created stories in your life, such as have you created a story around just your limitations? Or have you created a story around your gifts and capacities and making them your limitations? Further in the segment, we will go into a discussion of where we have made our strengths as being something that's possibly wrong with us. Another really fun way to do is to, if you were writing a book based on the story of your life, what would be in it? Really try this exercise, work with it. How would you tell the story of your life? It will help you start to recognize patterns that limit you. It will also help you start to realize where you've made choices based on other people's perceptions of you. In my life, if I would have realized that I really could sing, there's a lot of performing opportunities that I may or may not take advantage of. I have no idea if it's something I would even have chosen. However, I wouldn't have had that limitation in my head that I couldn't sing based on what somebody else told me. So many times in our life we accept as truths things coming out of our loved ones, our friends, or other people's perceptions of us that we incorporate into the story of our life and we choose something totally different than what we would have really liked to have chosen. And so I invite you to write this story of your life once again It can be in your head or you can actually sit down and write it. Uh, What would it look like? What would it feel like? What are the choices you made along the way? And whose perceptions and whose ideas were they based on? It's like growing up in a family. It was amazing how all of us were compared with each other. My brothers and I, teachers, had different expectations about how we should be, and we fit into that format. It was really kind of amazing. However, if we would have gone to a school where the teachers didn't know us, maybe we would have responded very differently in classrooms and what we did. It's just an idea to play with. So that, that's where I invite you to look at the story of your life and see where you might have bought into other people's realities and not your own. And it looks like we're coming up on break. So we'll see you on the other side of two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. First of all, I would like to suggest in this segment is to, wherever you can, try not to judge yourself wherever you stepped into your story or you bought another's point of view. We all do this. However, if you step into judgment, you like keep locking the energy into the same thing and repeating the same thing. So one of the things to do is after you write the story of your life and whether or not it's in your head or you actually write it down is to examine those issues that keep repeating in your life, as those are indications of where you are stuck in your own story. Also, listen to how you talk about your life with others, such as when they make a suggestion, you automatically respond by saying, that never works for me. Or when you hear somebody talk about something, you go, oh, I wish I had that opportunity or I could do that instead of really looking at possibilities with that. One of the ways that I see this show up in a lot of people's lives is in the job they're working. Like they're unhappy in a job and they get treated a certain way and maybe they're not even valued very much and their pay is pretty low. So they quit that job and they started a new job and they're all excited about it. They have new opportunities. However, they end up in the same spot. So how are they creating that? Part of that is the expectations they have that that is all they can expect from a job. Part of it is they choose jobs that match their expectations. Everything is frequency and energetically, there's a frequency that we put out. This is the type of thing that one of the processes I work with resonance repatterning can help you shift that frequency so maybe you could choose a different job where that pattern wasn't repeating. However, the patterns also show us where we're stuck and where we might be telling the story that that is all we deserve. Another place that that we can see repeating patterns is where we keep choosing the same type of relationships over and over again. And even though the only constant in those relationship is you, that tells a big story in and of itself. So there's something that you're resonating with. There's something that you're attracted to that you're basically making the same choice, even though it looks different. Another place to really look at is all those places you might have misidentified as your strengths. I referred to this in the first segment that you might have missed. Excuse me. It's not misidentified as your strengths, but as witness weaknesses that are truly strengths of yours. One of the ways that I was made wrong growing up is I always had a gift and a capacity for so-called knowing what I wasn't supposed to know. I could pick up on information, I could tap into my intuition, and I would blurt out things that would scare people because they didn't know how I knew what I knew. 
after a few times of really scaring people and having them look at me in horror, I decided there was something wrong with me. At first, I just assumed everybody knew what I knew. Over time, I made it a weakness and learned to shut up. I didn't totally block it because there was no way I could block it. However, I learned to language things in such a way that people were more accepting of what I had to tell him and what I knew. And I really wasn't being true to myself when I did this. And I really honestly thought something was wrong with me. When I finally was an adult and I had a couple of experiences where I learned that I could actually help people with the things that I knew, it was a wake-up call for me that what I'd always identified as a weakness or a wrongness in me was actually a strength and a gift and a capacity that I had that could help people have a better life and step into more in their lives. It was a huge discovery for me that this was something that could help people as I had seen so many times growing up where I frightened people so much. So I bought into their story instead of asking questions, can I use this differently? Can I help people that are more receptive? That's the other thing oftentimes when we have gifts and capacities and we try to share them with other people, they may not be able to receive them and that is why they instinctively try to make you wrong. So where are you judging yourself? What are you making yourself wrong for? Are those even facts? Are they true? Or are you able to choose something different and start playing with those things that you decided were wrong about you? I would invite you, as you're writing that story of your life, to look and maybe concentrate on those areas of where you tried to be who you were and you weren't accepted by your family, your teachers, your friends. So you decided that you must be wrong. Those are oftentimes where you can find your gifts and capacities or your strengths Because of the way people reacted and tried to shut you down, I have no idea why this is the way that it works. However, it does seem to be a lot of the way it works for those of us when we're growing up. And it could be that people just don't understand their gifts and capacities. I don't think they're doing it deliberately. So it's not to place blame on other people. It's not to step into well, they made me feel this way and get angry. It's just to recognize, oh, well, at the time, this is the information they gave me for whatever reason. Don't even try to figure it out. And that information isn't really based on the reality that I'm perceiving. And oftentimes, just a recognition can actually change your resonance with repeating that pattern that you picked up from other people's judgments of you. Also, whenever you hear yourself say in your head, I can never, or that's impossible for me, or that just doesn't work for me, any of those types of statements, try to be more aware that you're thinking them. And in the moment, if you can be more aware of, stop. And ask yourself, is that really true? Or can I choose something different now? Another way to step out of judgment is to hear yourself when you try to make yourself wrong. When you try to tell yourself, maybe maybe you have a little voice in your head is telling yourself that you're stupid. Ask yourself, is that really true? 
look at what you've done during the day and and say, see where you've actually done something that's actually pretty brilliant. Some of the smartest people I know in my life think they're stupid at times. It's like they've got this thing running in their head, the, uh, a recording that makes sure to remind themselves that they're stupid or only to look at maybe a stupid choice they made that day. Because to be honest, all of us make stupid choices. We don't always follow our awareness. We don't always follow what we know is best for us. But that's not to take it in as a judgment that we're stupid. It's just to look at it and say, wow, that choice didn't work for me. I could choose something different. And that that's the beauty of this is we stick ourselves so often with labels. We pick them up from other people. We pick them up from other things, but we can change those labels. What label would you like to put on yourself today? What energy would you like to start inviting you in? You could ask a question is show me where I am intelligent today. Show me and help me be aware of how I can make better choices. Open-ended questions is something that I picked up from Access Consciousness that I just love. You're not trying to answer the question. You're just basically throwing it out to the universe. You're throwing out that frequency so things can show up for you and it helps you identify just where you want to move next in your life and what you want to choose next instead of being locked into looking at this very narrow field of vision where nothing is possible. And it looks like we're coming up on break. See you in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. So many of the beliefs and patterns and things that stick us in a story of our life actually begin before the age of two. It's before we're pre-verbal for the most part. It's family patterns. It's an energy of expectations that is around us. All of us, when we are children, are very aware 
of the unspoken desires of our parents and those that we are around. And also, we sometimes can actually misidentify what other people have said and put them into the story of our life. For example, a friend of mine had a young niece that was about two years old that when the daughter's aunt and uncle, the two-year-old, were going to take care of her for a weekend and her parents were going away, the aunt said very innocently to her when she did something totally in enjoyable and funny, that's my girl. Luckily, the two-year-old actually went to her mother with her concern that that meant her mother wasn't coming back and that the aunt was going to be her mother. Now, how in the world the two-year-old got that in her head? Who knows? But if she hadn't shared that with her mother, no one would have known that that could create an issue for her and that was a story she bought. So luckily, she said something. But that's also how so many things and stories and issues of abandonment and all sorts of things can end up in our lives. Is before that we're even two, before we have the cognitive cognitive ability to really think things through, even at some of the other ages, like three, four, five, there's all sorts of things we can buy into that nobody has the idea that we even bought into unless we tell somebody and they can help us move through that story. So the other thing about the ones before the age of two are the family patterns. Like no one in our family has ever gone to to college is a good one. And so no one in the family ever goes to college. They don't even have that on their radar to go to college until you have one come along and starts asking questions and then saying, you know, I want to go to college. I want to make it a goal. And Sometimes the family's really supportive of that, and sometimes the family is saying, well, that's not possible for our family. That doesn't happen here. Uh, another one that can show up is, oh, lots of beliefs about money start age two, like rich people aren't happy. Or, or I'd rather have love than money. Like you have to make a choice. It's an either or a choice. You can't have both. Another really fun one that I like to play with now is money doesn't grow on trees. Well, it does if you're a farmer. So where have you bought? What are those kind of automatic things that you have as far as the way life works? The one that often shows up with people that I work with, and especially people in the spiritual community as well as the healing, energy healing community, that somehow if they receive more money or if they receive more of anything, they take away from other people. Is that really true? Is it really that limited? Are you buying in to this that somehow you're taking from others if you're receiving more? That's a pattern I've seen a lot. So, there are many different ways that you can change your story, step into more, and some of it is just basically asking questions, like I said in the last segment, and also asking questions about what is right about me that I'm not getting. When you find yourself stuck in a loop that you're deciding things are wrong with you, or you can't do anything different. Or what is right about this, I'm not getting. Another one that you can ask is to ask to be shown something different. It could be as simple as that. Show me a different way of accomplishing this. Show me a way that is more of a contribution to my life. Oftentimes we don't think in terms of contribution. 
when you're a contribution to your life or to others' lives, that is a really fun energy to play with. When you're asking for contributions from others and open yourself up for receiving, people can step into being more of a contribution for us. Oftentimes, especially when we're stuck in the story of our lives, we're either looking for where we think we can be a contribution in other people's life, but we're not asking them. We're not really checking in with the energy of it. We're just deciding that we could be. Or, and the same thing can happen back to us. How many times have you had somebody in your life, a family, a friend, or whatever, think they were helping you by giving you suggestions, by doing something for you that actually really is not something you would have chose and is not a contribution for you. It's very important to really examine what will contribute to your life and others. Take a moment to check in on that with the modalities and the the processes I'll be talking about. You might want to find out more about them on the internet or you might want to ask questions of different practitioners of it and really check, ask yourself, which would be a contribution to me or will they all be a contribution for me? Because different things really help people at different times of their life. And it's not always, although all the modalities I'll be talking about have been great contributions to my life and others, there may be other modalities out there that you're aware of that can also be a contribution to your life. The important thing to realize that especially on an energetic level is it is easy to change your energy. Your energy can change so quick and shift on a dime. Again, the process, I, one of them that I work with, resonance repatterning, is an amazing process that I am in awe of what it can seem to shift in a person's life in one session. To me, the power of it is, is whatever shows up in that session will change in that session. I don't care if the problem seems big or small. If it shows up that we can work on it in a session, it will shift. The person will come in stuck on the radio dial in the station and leave and be on a totally different that they'll tell me what they want to work on and my left brain will tell me that's too big of a problem however everything checks out that we can move forward with it and it does change that's literally how easy it is to shift out of a lot of these patterns another way is to really uh, work with a therapist who's really a good therapist and has many tools. They also have things that can shift you rather quickly. The best therapists really have a lot of tools at, that they have, and they share them with their clients. Uh, there's also a process called Theta Healing that can help release beliefs that are sticking you. There's another amazing one that can change a lot of things, and you can learn this yourself. There's YouTube videos. Um, there's stuff on the Internet about emotional freedom technique. It is a process that you tap on meridians, and you can change energy. In my life, I have had, well, at one time in my life, I actually was diagnosed with severe panic disorder. And I'm not going to get into the story here. One of the tools that I have learned since that diagnosis and to help me move forward in life, EFT or the emotional freedom technique. I will refer to it as EFT. And what I love about EFT is in the moment, if I can think about it, I can tap on on it and I can release at least the emotional response I am having around it 
in less than five minutes. It's a really go-to modality that there are lots of ways you can learn how to do it and tap on yourself. There's also some amazing EFT therapists out there, or not therapists, excuse me, EFT practitioners is what they are, um, as it is not therapy. It that can assist you and teach you and work with you and use their intuition on how to guide you through a session. So maybe you can release even more. So the beliefs that we hold are what keeps us in our stories. So any way that you can work with releasing those beliefs will help you step out of this story. And it looks like we're coming on up on a break so we'll see you in about two minutes become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse you don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore listen for beyond abuse beyond therapy beyond anything with dr lisa cooney dr lisa overcame struggles in her own life two decades of sexual emotional and physical abuse nearly took their toll in her 20s she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others she can help you find the key to take control of your life too listen every tuesday at 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m eastern time on the voice america empowerment channel can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person think about that for a second almost everyone wants to be better but how does one go about doing that one thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the self-improvement show with dr irene conlin all real change comes from within but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement most of us don't know how to work within listen thursdays at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern on voice america empowerment have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings at the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for voice america You are tuned in to Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. And we're back. Again, who would you be without your story? In the first segment, I referenced a TV series called Dark Matter, that the concept of waking up one morning without a past, it's still totally intriguing to me. If you had all your gifts and capacities and all your talents that would start showing up, that you would then make a choice about that had nothing to do and there was no link to choices in your past, how much greater could you create your life now? That was the way that I always chose to look at that premise is because we allow our past, we allow our relationships in the past, we allow what has happened to us in the past, limit our choices and future possibilities moving forward. We all do this, but how can we change that? What can we choose to step out of our story short of having our minds wiped like they did in that TV show? You can choose to do that by looking around to and asking questions of what would help me step into a greater possibility and more in my life? What can help me release the limitations 
that I've placed on myself and moving forward in my life. There are so many different ways to do this, and they all should be rather easy and helpful. When it comes to the energetics behind it, energetics, the energy behind anything can be changed on a dime. Sometimes in the physical world we live in, though, we need more time to process. We need to work with other things or to look at other things. And our choices on what will work for us, look at what really draws your attention. Like I discussed emotional freedom technique in the last segment, EFT. Go and check out something on YouTube about it or something on the internet and see if it's something that feels like it might work for you. Or you can go to my website at marjarr.com and look up resonance repatterning and the links to the different things there that can give you more information on that. So look up theta healing that works with beliefs. See if that's something that will work at you. Ask for a recommendation from people on if they know really good therapist and if who they would recommend for you. Uh, for those of you that may be having issues with PTSD, there are a lot of therapists out there that are trained in a process called EMDR. That is an amazing process for helping people step out of PTSD. So check that out. But whatever pulls your attention, whatever makes you want to ask more questions, at least ask somebody, a practitioner, a therapist, or somebody for more information about it so that maybe you can identify something that will help you in the future or that you can do now, that you can choose now, that can help you start to write a new story. So it's like a lot of times you'll hear that authors started writing a book and partway through they decided that was no longer the story they wanted to tell. And I'm talking about a fiction book. And so they scrap that book and start all over. So look at the the story of your life that you've written up to now. And do you want a continuation of the same story? Or do you want to start a brand new book? Again, that's why the premise of dark matter really intrigues me is the fact that it allows you and plays with the idea of starting a brand new story when you wake up. That, to me, could be one of the most freeing things is realizing that each and every day we could choose to start a brand new story if we would just get out of our own way. And we could create a different reality for ourselves by making choices based on what can we choose today, not what did we choose yesterday, or not, well, what will so-and-so choose, uh, therefore I have to choose with them. I, it's like, is that really true? Can we do something different? Everything that I have been talking about in creating change, also, I cannot stress enough how easy it can be when you find what works for you. It doesn't have to take a large amount of time and commitment or years. Even going to therapy, working with uh, EMDR with those that are trained with it, you'll start to get results right off the bat if you've got somebody that you really work well with and is sharing tools with you. Uh, the therapy therapists I had in my life were so amazing as far as what they taught me to do, how, what they shared with me, the 
the doors that they opened up to me to even be where I am today, I would have never, ever ended up doing resonance repatterning or access consciousness bars, any of those things without the therapist helping me and expanding my view of the way I look looked at everything. They opened up a whole new world for me. And your really, really great therapists will work hand in hand with people like me when they think that someone like me who can do the processes I do can be an aid to their client. They will refer them to me, but they will also continue to work with them. So just remember, it does not have to be hard. In fact, if it feels like it's going to be hard, and ask yourself, if, is it really true? And if it is really true, then choose something different. Because whatever will help you will most likely be some of the easiest things you've ever did once you made a choice, once you move towards it. And remember that sometimes maybe it's just a choice for one time. You're listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. So I want to thank you for listening to Who You Are, Who Are You Being Today. I am your host, Marja. Make sure to go to marjarr.com. You may email me at radio at marjarr.com. Contact me on Facebook at Resonance Repatterning with Marja. And I hope to see you next week. Thank you for listening to Rediscovering the Magic of Being. Please join your host, Marja, again next Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, start to live the life that you've always deserved to live.